listening to CITR Radio, FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, and the Nardwarta Human Serviette Radio Show. That was Wayne Jane County from January 17th, 1974, live Wayne County at the Trucks with the song Wonder Woman. Today on the Nardwarta Human Serviette Radio Show, an interview with the rock and roll band Sloan from 2006, and an interview with the rock and roll band Sloan from May the 1st, 1992. You can compare the difference, as Tupelo Chain Sex once said. Also, in between the interviews, we're going to ask you to phone any of you've probably already heard to 604 822 8648, that's 604 822 unit to help pledge some money to help keep CITR alive. Yes, phone in, win free shit, and support CITR, FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. CITR has been on the air since 1937. Well, kind of. The Radio Society was formed, Radsock, in 1937. Let's just say 1837, maybe when Simon Fraser rolled in. Or maybe he didn't even roll in then. But basically, we need your support. We need your money. So if you're bored and you want to win free shit, please phone right now, 604-822-864. That's 604-822-UNIT. A new number. Operators are standing by right now. And we're going to kick right now into an interview from May the 1st, 1992, with the rock and roll band Sloan. There is some offensive language in it, so please tune out if you're easily offended. That's what makes CITR great. We can play offensive stuff. We're one of the few stations that can't. Well, actually, if you're offended, please tune out right now. But we've been doing this, as I said, since 1930. So please help keep us alive. Please make a wish foundation. Yeah, screw CITR. Just pretend this is the Make a Wish Foundation. 604 822 8648. Help put Timmy through college. 604 822 8648. You win free stuff and you also get a chance to hear vintage interviews like this from May the 1st, 1992. This is me, Nardwar Human Serviette versus Sloan. And then after this Sloan interview, another interview brand new from 2000. 2006. Yes, CITR is still on the air because of viewers like you. I've always wanted to say that. Phone now! Hello? Hello? Hello. Hey, man. Who are you? This is Brad. You're Brad? Yeah. Okay, who do we have in the studio today? I don't know, some fucking homos. <laughs> I think you guys are a bunch of fucking Hello. homosexual cocksuckers. You all suck shit. <laughs> All of you, you fucking, you guys shouldn't be on fucking radio, man. You suck so large. Well, thank you very much. Okay. Uh, no problem. Okay, first off, who is the band? I don't know, some fucking homosexual. No, okay, come on. You can't be bad like that or like people might get mad if you swear. Like fucking homos, man. Why, why are they? I don't know. Why are you guys fucking homos, man? Okay, who are you, first off? This Brad. Okay, no, the band. Who is the band? I can tell you. band's name is Sloan. Okay. What a fucking lame name. Okay. <laughs> okay, introduce yourselves. Um, Introduce yourselves, Sloan. I'm fucking homo number one, Andrew. I'm Morrissey. <laughs> okay, continue on. <laughs> I'm Jay. I'm Patrick. And that's Sloan. Oh, no, more? 
No, that's, that's it. it. That's okay, okay, so Caller, why do you hate this band? Because they sound like shit. <laughs> <laughs> they do, they fucking sound like total utter shit. What should we do to, to make <laughs> it sound like that? Do you have any suggestions? Play some Slayer or something, man. I'm sorry? Play some Slayer or some fucking heavy shit. <laughs> do, you, do, do you like Helix, Caller? Not really, they're all right. They're fucking genius. And with a, okay, what, so what is the best thing for this band to do, Caller? Quit. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't know them at all? No, I you have no interest. listen to them, they just sound like fucking dog shit. <laughs> okay, what does sound good? Slayer? Yeah. What Slayer about, and death. But apparently, do you know Sloan are from Halifax? Does that add anything to them? No. You don't like them anymore because they're Canadian shit? I don't give a fuck. You don't, you don't care about the borders? No. Why would I? Okay, anything else to add to um, the, the, the band Sloan there, Caller? What's that? Anything else you'd like to add? Any other questions? No, that's fine. That's all I gotta say. Do you have a test or something this afternoon? You, no. Have you been studying? Yeah, right. <laughs> okay, thank you very much. We'll talk to you. Okay, so, oh. quick, man. so Caller, how do you feel about Sloan? Did they fight back very well? I don't know what the fuck Sloan is. Do you think you could... No, the band. That's the name of their band. <laughs> oh, that's real cool, man. Could you take them? <laughs> no. All right. <laughs> What's that? I said, all right. Um, Caller. We're yeah, playing tonight, so actually. Hi, you're all right. Okay, yeah. Does this, do you want to go do see... Do some acid, man. We can put you on the guest Yeah, Sloan. Do some fucking heavy uh, heroin. Caller. What? Caller, they want to put you on the guest list for the gig. Oh, oh cool, cool, man. Gee, I can't wait. You can get in. <laughs> wow, man. Oh, fuck, I can't you, wait. You can get in free to see Sloan. Oh, fuck. From Halifax. No chance. Oh, fuck. They're Canadian. Oh, great on there. Brad, are you handsome? Yeah. Okay. So you don't want to be on the list? No. <laughs> you hate Sloan. You fucking... What else do you hate? You smoke pot, man. What? Do you smoke pot? Spleef? Who, us? Yeah. No. <laughs> you guys are fucked that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what other bands do you hate, Caller? What other bands? Yeah, you hate fucking, Sloan. I hate Sinead O'Connor. And you hate... And fucking all those fucking faggot rap bands. <laughs> Why do you hate rap? <laughs> <laughs> Rap is good, James Rap Brown, funk. Shit, what about funk? So James Brown does Here drugs. Sec, we got another caller who wants to talk. Oh, you have another caller. Hey, man, Rap's yeah. fucked up, man. Okay, well, what do you have? To, do you have any questions for this band? <laughs> no, man. Here's Brad. What? Hey, Brad, you, Brad, you are really definitely down with OPP. Yeah, You're, in you too, <laughs> You're in the house. You're in the house. I mean, how, okay, now, now, just... Fucking garbage. Now, caller, uh, Brad, just for a moment here. I'm not defending rap, but I'm just going to play you a little audio sample of something. Oh, this fuck. is the hardest-hitting song you'll ever hear. <laughs> it's by a rap artist called T-Dog. Oh, yeah. A-K-O, A-K-A Tim Dog. Now, listen to this. Tell me this guy couldn't kick your ass. Ass, listen to this. Fuck that. Yeah. Tim Dog. That's Tim Dog. He's great. And look, check. Listen to that. Yeah. Yeah. I remember. He's not.
not yelling because he's mad. He's yelling because he's got a broom handle up his bum. He's mad. He's ready to get you. So any other questions you got for the band Sloan? I just want you to play some Blasphemy or something. There's some good tunes to these fucking homos. Okay. Um, caller? Eh. Do some flesh tones, man. Flesh tones? Yeah. Flesh tones? All right. Oh, we got to go, man. There's another call. We'll call you back. Oh, no, it's okay. Do do Fuck you, man. Hold on. Hold on. Hey, don't go. Fuck you. He's gone. Anyways, um, who are, who do we have? We have Sloan in the studio today. Uh, do you know that guy at all, Sloan? Uh, no. <laughs> not at all. I could. He that was not real. Was that real? Well, it wasn't me doing it. I guess I was real. That's Vancouver, BC for you, Sloan. Welcome to BC, eh? Welcome to hell, man. Now, Sloan, first off, when I think the name's Sloan, do you know that there's somebody at CITR with the name Sloan? There is, isn't The it? guy who does the noise show before and afters, his name is Sloan. Get it. Is that uh, his last city. name or his first name? No, his last name. A-P-I-S Sloan. Adam Pye Sloan. Oh, that's really interesting. This, why is Sloan here? Why are you here? We're here for the, uh, we're playing some gigs at the Music West Festival. Uh, last night we played the Commodore and tonight we're playing at the Town Pump. Why would you want to play the Music West Festival? Uh, Just for a laugh. Yeah. Did you have to pay your way out here? No, well, we toured out here. So you, you've been touring across the country then? Yeah. yeah. Where, where have you played? Everywhere? <laughs> no. We were supposed to, but uh, we played Montreal. Uh, New Brunswick, we played in Montreal. Um, where else did we play? Played Regina, Regina, and Calgary, and we've played here a couple of times. We're we're playing. Um, and you played the Commodore last night, right? Yeah. So did that? Did the Packed. did Brad Slayer? Brad? Did he? Was he slamming up front at the Commodore last totally, night? Totally, man. I think we saw him. At, I think totally we saw man. him at the cruel. What is it called? Cruel Elephant. Why? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Why doesn't your band suck shit, according to Brad? Why does? Why don't you suck shit? Because we fucking rule. But why do you rule? Why does Brad hate you? And what are your redeeming qualities, Sloan? The rock and roll band Sloan. Well, I think Brad hates us because uh, uh, I don't know why he would hate us. I guess because he's a dick, and uh, <laughs> we're not. I don't know. <laughs> this first gig combined with another as the opening act for Canada's grunge funksters, Boot Sauce, established them as the closest thing to Sonic Youth and Eastern Canada. That's from your press kit, isn't it? Uh, uh maybe. Who wrote that? But me. you. No, come on. Canada's grunge funksters, Boot Sauce. Don't you just hate those guys? Those guys are suck. fucking dicks. You do hate them. <laughs> oh, man. They were. Yeah. Why? Uh, they're, I don't know. They were alright, but they're just pretty much, uh... No, you're the closest thing to Sonic Youth. In Eastern Canada. In Eastern Canada. <laughs> How do you feel about that? It was mentioned all throughout your little bio. Petty little bio. Are you eating gum from our CITR lounge, by chance? What? Are you eating gum from our CITR lounge? No. What type of gum are you eating? It's uh, Chlorite's gum. We just ate uh, falafels and stuff. It's totally like bad breath. Because it says you're the closest thing to Sonic Youth in Eastern Canada, mm -hmm. and you're from Halifax, Nova Scotia. I thought there was teenage fan club references in the band Sloan. Um, How do you mean? Yeah. Well, I saw you described as Sloan brackets teenage fan club. Where? Where did you see that? Uh, in the paper. Oh. <laughs> 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 There's also, okay, Sloan, you guys like Sonic Youth, but there's no female in your band, is there? 
No. Not really. No, and we, are you, yeah? We, sorry, we used a, a female. We used a female in, in our recording. Uh, background vocals. Okay, so you're having that Kim Gordon Sonic Youth illusioner. Also, did Actually, you, no, but... Did you call yourself... Did you call yourself Sloan because you'd hope to be filed one day near Sonic Youth, you know, in the S section <laughs> of oh, record libraries? I think more of slaughter, actually. We thought we'd be closer to that. Or Slade? How about that? Yeah. That's, yeah. that's Slar Day, actually. Sloan combines a two-guitar wall of sound with an infectious rhythm section and vocal <laughs> harmonies. <laughs> stepped in atonal, 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 atonal perfection while lyrically exploring the quirks of teenage social and sexual anxiety. Live, the band sonically threatens every architectural <laughs> crevice of the venue while inciting the audience to attack the dance floor <laughs> or Brad to attack you <laughs> not since the jellyfish babies has this much energy been in Halifax oh live music scene who are the jellyfish babies and why should we care about them they're, uh, uh, they're just a, uh, a band that played in Halifax for quite a while. They started in 85, and they moved to Toronto, and they put out a couple of records. They're a pretty good band. They've been they're on the Highway 61 soundtrack. Oh, yeah. that's their claim to fame. And on the Highway, <laughs> the highway 61 soundtrack, also, if Brad's interested in this, they also slag rap music on that. Really? Yeah. Really? Congratulations. Great. Just so I could, thought I'd pass it on to you, Mr. Brad, listening there in Radio Land. And you are the rock band Sloan here on another World Human Sphere show from... Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. You're from Halifax, home of that famous Halifax, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Home, home of, of 1917. That's right. What happened in 1917 in <laughs> Halifax? There was a big explosion, big right? Explosion. The Halifax explosion wasn't like the biggest explosion. What happened there? A couple of ships collided. It was kind of like the Exxon Valdez disaster, but a little more. Some powder ships bumped into each other in Halifax Harbor, and it was the biggest explosion before Hiroshima happened. Right. Exactly. Are there any remnants of the Halifax explosion around there? There certainly are. There's an anchor There's like a, big a mile anchor. away in the big uh, Point Pleasant Park downtown. It must have flown a mile. And it's still there? Yes. Yeah. And are there any people with, like, marks on their faces from the explosion? <laughs> like little babies? Well, actually, oh, forget it. <laughs> actually what? Nothing. Halifax is, is littered with uh, birth defects and, and bizarre It's a god-awful mess. It's like a leper uh, colony right. living there. <laughs> because of this explosion. There's some race riots that also happen in Halifax, isn't there? Sort of, yeah. yeah. Uh, why? Well, uh, it depends on who you talk to. We were race riding before it was cool, actually. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was pretty yeah. serious, though, wasn't it? Sort of, yeah. In, yeah, in an L.A. vein? Well, yeah. I mean, these things get blown up the further across the country they go, right? So, yeah, but there was, you know, there's some, there's definitely some problems. I haven't there. seen a single black person in Vancouver, to tell you the truth. Why's that, Nardwar? <laughs> the rock band Sloan <laughs> from Halifax, Nova Scotia. Where did, did you ever go across the border? Where's the closest border town? Sloan from Halifax, Nova Scotia, hated by Brad. Um, Callis. Calais. Calais. Calais, Maine. Calais. Calais, Maine. Cal yeah. Calais. What about Portland, Maine? Is that far away? Uh, yeah, right yeah, on the border. Do, days have you played in the States at all? No. 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 How come? <laughs> we've only played outside of Halifax. It's the first time we've been outside of Halifax. And how come, how come, the big word is here, how come you haven't, how, how come you haven't gone and played in the States? Um, just because. <laughs> because they're not nearly as supportive as the people here, thank you. Have any bands from the States gone through Halifax? Like local oh, bands. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And who might they be? Who are the big U.S. bands on the border towns? Sonic Youth played at Nova Scotia College of Art and Design in 1984. Old school. And you were there? No. 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 So. But I, well, forget it. <laughs>
sax in the 19... Oh, phone caller. Oh, let's see. All right. <laughs> yes. Oh, hello. Oh, oh we have... Um, meanwhile, while I transferred this caller over on air, can you just spew out um, some uh, Halifax facts or something more about your band, uh, Sloan? Sure. Hold on one second. Um, there's lots of cool bands in Halifax, and there's a cool radio station there, and they're supportive of the things that come out of there. And... Um, uh, there's a compilation of Halifax bands called Here and Now. Am I on the air? I can't hear myself. Uh, yeah, you are. Yeah, uh, you're on the air, and you're on the air too, caller. A uh, caller. Hello, caller. Hello. Hello. How are you doing? Uh, fine. Who are you? Well, my name's Aaron, and I'm from Wig Torture. The you're, band. I'm sorry. The from, from San Francisco. The band Wig Torture. Yeah. And what are you doing? Do you know the band Sloan? Have you ever heard of the band Sloan before? Sloan. Sloan. Yes, I think I've heard of them, although I don't believe I've seen them. Oh, but you're from San Francisco. Yeah, we are. So what is wig torture? Well, we're a trio. No, you're not in town for this Music West Festival, are you? No, actually, no. We're in town to just play a lot of loud music. What, did you, is this part of a big tour, wig torture from San Francisco? Yeah, yeah. it's a little, a little tour. And, um, unannounced. Uh, unannounced. It's, it's totally secretive for the moment, um, unannounced and um, very hip. <laughs> and and where and you're what you're playing tonight? Yeah, at Raoul's. But you're not part of Music West. What? Where's you're Raoul's? Not... Where is Raoul's? Yeah. Where is Raoul's? Thirty six Powell. Thirty six Powell's. It's gonna be like the biggest party. What? Art Bergman's floor. And it's on the third floor. And Art Bergman is gonna play. Hey. Too. You're competing with the band. What exactly is going on? Hmm, well, what you've just been listening to is an interview with Sloan from May the 1st, 1992. It's the first interview that I, Nardwarty Human Serviette, did with the rock and roll band Sloan from May 1st, 1992. In the middle of the Sloan interview, you can hear Love and Aaron from Wig Torture phoning in to talk to Sloan. Coming up a bit later on the Nardwar to Human Serviette radio show, an interview with Sloan from 2006. Now, what's interesting about this Sloan interview is it kind of demonstrates the importance of CITR radio. When I interviewed Sloan on May 1st, 1992, after the interview was over, they walked out on the interview. Actually, before the interview was over, they walked out on the interview. I thought I would never see them again. But 14 years later, what happens? I talk to them again. Actually, I talked to them for quite a few times in between that. But that was a lasting friendship. Started with hatred and ending with love. All made possible by CITR, FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, and the Nardwarty Human Serviette Radio Show. No, not made possible by me. Made possible by CITR. So if you'd like to help CITR... Extend more friendships out to people. Please call 604-822-8648. To make your pledge now, you win a whole bunch of cool prizes too if you donate some money or you buy yourself a whole bunch of great prizes, including a CITR Friends card where you can walk into local businesses, show the card, and then get money off cool stuff that you want to buy from CITR approved businesses like uh, uh, Walmart, like McDonald's, like... No, no, no! No, other cool places like Zulu Records, like Scratch Records, 
Woods, like Bursu's Angels, great locations like that. Not the major label, corporate, fat, folky, lame-ass shit. Now we're going to go right back to an interview with Sloan from May the 1st, 1992 on an Ardwarty Human Serviette radio show. And then after that Sloan interview, a brand new interview with the rock and roll band Sloan from Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada's CITR radio from May 1st, 1992. Again, if you'd like to pledge some money, it's 604-822-8648. Again, pledge this money and we'll take the Sloan interview off the air. Again, that is 604-822-8648. No, 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 we we, we won't take it off the air. We'll we'll play the 2006 interview. Here's Sloan from 1992 and then coming up Sloan from 2006. 604-822-8648 to make your pledge. Thank you. Are you there, Lev? Well, actually, we did inadvertently, like, just get out of town before all everything started going down. Um, like, as we were packing up the van to leave, um, there was, like, a mob of people that we could hear coming up our street. And so we were kind of antsy to get out of there. And we pretty much missed all the fuss so far. And do you know that anything's happened to your neighborhood? Have you found um, I, I've called some people. Nothing's happened to my neighborhood, but in the downtown area of San Francisco, there's been, you know, there's been looting. And Oh, well, according to Lev, who, who, who I live with, um, shit has happened. Stuff has happened in my neighborhood. I am sorry. I will sign a release. Lev, Vancouver expatriate. Yes. You're an American. And, and I want to tell you that when Lev comes up to Vancouver, he gets the treatment, and he knows his way around here, and no one's going to mess with Uncle Lev. <laughs> and Lev is a, a Canadian that moved down and met you. Yeah. Well, Where did you meet Lev? Well, um, we actually put an ad in a magazine called the SF Weekly um, to find a drummer because our drummer um, decided to throw his drums against a brick wall instead of play with the band. And uh, so we put an ad out, and we got this call from some hoser just, you know, saying he wanted to play in our band, and uh, it turned out to be Lev. Lev from Vancouver, B.C.? Le- Lev from Vancouver. And you are Aaron from Wake Torture. Who is David Noodleman? Who is David Noodleman? Yes. You really want to know? Yes. He's my brother. And what is, he's doing weird fanzines and wild breeding. Okay, well, see, the wild breed is a San Francisco band, and um, I'm in it too. And they kind of exist. They don't, they don't actually still totally exist, but they, you know, get together and play once in a while. But he's really, in, he's in another band right now called the Three Stoned Men, and they, um, and they're doing it down it's in San Francisco. It's reef rock, isn't it? Oh, it's total reefer rock, man. Uh, what is this fanzine that David Noodleman does? Well, he doesn't actually do one. Are you talking about um, the fanzine where they interviewed him? And uh, no, I thought it maybe. Yeah, what was that? Well, um, what was that fan? Oh, it's a, it's a fanzine called Didactic Asshole. One of the guys in the Mummies sent it to me. What are the Mummies up to? Being from San Francisco, they broke up. And are they doing anything? They broke up. Are they doing? I mean, are the members moved on to another oh, project? Uh, n- well, um, two of the members of the Mummies are in a band called the Phantom Surfers, and they're um, they're doing that, and then. Um, but I don't know if they have any more kind of mummyish type plans in who, their repertoire. Who, do we, who does Wig Torture chum with? Who do we chum with? Yeah. Well, all kinds of bands uh, down in San Francisco. Uh, ourselves a lot, uh, it seems like. And uh, I don't know, who do we chum with? The Odd Numbers? A band called Papa Wheelie. What band? Yeah. We don't hang with fans. We don't like hanging around musicians. Uh, okay, what do you know about Halifax, Nova Scotia? Nothing. You know nothing about Halifax, Nova Scotia? What's that? Do you know where it is? Where, where's Halifax, Nova Scotia? 
Oh, you know nothing about Halifax. There's a band here, live on CITR, also in another bar show called Sloan. And yeah. they're from Halifax, Nova Scotia. Oh, well, that's cool. That's really groovy. So are, are they playing tonight also at yeah, a club? Yeah, or? they are. What can you tell um, Aaron? What can you tell Aaron about Halifax? What can we tell him about Halifax? Yeah. Why hasn't he heard of it? Is he a dumb, stupid American? Yeah. I'm, a, I'm not a dumb, stupid American. Okay, no, sorry. I'm I'm We're joking. Okay. Relax. We're getting a little. Uh, Halifax is made up of little huts with thatched roofs. There's a couple of eagles. Hey, me some. <laughs> it's a big fishing village. What did your last 45 do, Aaron of Wig Torture? Oh, it's doing really well, you, actually. You brought it up to CITR. It was Wig Torture Freaks Out. It had like a... No, Wig Torture, um... It had a... It had levels a, your karma. It, yeah, and it had a kinks cover on it. What is, what is your thought? What is going to put Wig Torture to the top well, actually, of the rock pile? Well, we're doing we're doing a video right now with the um, the guy who did Naughty by Nature's video, OPP, or OOP, or whatever you call it. You're kidding. No, I'm not You're kidding. You're kidding. No, it's my sister's boyfriend. OPP, you thought it was yeah. OPP, you know me? Yeah, my sister does that guy, man. Do you know Tim Dog? Who? Do you know Tim Dog? No, I don't, actually. Fuck Compton is a song? Tim Dog? Really? The guy was OPP? Are you serious? Yeah. No, I'm serious. And we have I'm serious. I'm serious. serious. Wick Torture has a song called Ouch Master about Pierce freaks and people like that who, you know, decide to go, you know, make their earlobes 10 feet long for no reason. And um, that's what the song's about. And we're doing a video for it in the Exploratorium in San Francisco uh, with this cinematographer. Who did? Um, that was OPP, you know me. That's right. And that's that, that is going to put you to the top that of the That is going to swing us on the pendulum of love to MTV's finest. And you are? And I am Aaron from Wig Torture, and we are playing at um, 36 Powell tonight. 36 Powell. And you're a rocking man. You're That's a man. Right. And you should go, man. And you're escaping the fires. We're, we're totally escaping the looting, but we might be getting looted. We don't know what. Oh, we're playing also tomorrow night, too. And maybe if Sloan, you know, or Rainbow Brothers, after they play their show, they can come and hang out with us and party, you know? And all the people that go to their show can do that, too. And, you know, because we love them. All right. Even though, even though we don't know them, we love them. All right, Rick Torchwood, thank you so much for phoning in with this interesting yeah. gig update. Yeah, well, you know, thanks for letting letting us call and stuff. And, oh, sure, well, know. keep on playing. Uh, do you play much in San Francisco? Yeah, we play all the time. Like, well, you didn't say with who, though. You chum by yourself, always oh. signing. Well, hey, all right, all right. We don't play in San Francisco. It's, it, these questions draw blanks, you know. Um, uh, okay, well, we're well, a friend of Kim Foley's too. You are? Yeah. You actually you met, met Kim, Kim Foley? You've met him? Yeah, yeah and, and he, um, he might produce a song on our next How record. did you meet Kim Foley, Wig Torture? Well, I don't know. You're going to have to ask uh, Lev that question. How do we meet Kim Foley? Hello? Hey, do you guys know Lita Ford too? Yeah, hello? Uh, Lev. Yeah. How did you meet Kim Foley? Um, well, I was walking down the street one day and this Mercedes pulled up and said, Hey, son. I want to get in, into my car, I'll give you a ride home, and I did, and we got to talking and uh, other things, and he found out that I was in a band, and he said he really wanted to produce us. And it happened to be? Oh, it was Kim Foley, yeah. Kim Foley, the legendary, wrote Alley Oop. Fuck yeah, it was him. <laughs> yeah, he brings Joan Jett down to her place every now and then. He has some really cool parties at his penthouse. All right. Well, um, yeah, it's really keep, great. Keep on rocking your free world, Lev. Fuck yeah, dude. All right. Oh, sorry, I'm not supposed to say that. All right, doo-doo-loo-doo. All right, man. Doo-doo-loo-doo. All right, man. I'd just like to say, oh, uh, nothing do, really. Do, eat my breakfast. Doo-doo-loo-doo. Doot-doot. And there we have Lev.
So how are you doing there, Sloan? Are you still live in the other room? Yeah, uh, I think so. Most sure. of them have left, I guess. We're going to go pretty soon. What do we have here? Hello? Hello. Hello. Who are Hi. you? Uh, we're in Sloan. And oh, we're playing Brad has another question for Sloan. Hold on. We're playing at the Town Pump tonight, I guess, and we're playing with SNFU with the Cruel Elephant on Sunday. That's all I want to say. <laughs> Ace! Brad, yeah. you have a question for Sloan. No, I just think that anyone who thinks this band sucks should call up 822-2487 right away and tell them, because they really deserve it. All right. Fucking OPP seriously sucks shit. No, that's wig torture we were talking oh, to. fuck that shit. You don't man. like wig torture either. I don't like fucking that but, shit, man. But listen, one of the guys from wig torture... Yeah, I got it just called sound like a fucking homo, man. <laughs> a total fucking homo. So you're putting a challenge out to Aaron of wig torture saying that he's a fucking... He's a total fucking homo. And you, but listen, he's got a member, he's got Lev in the band, and Lev's from Vancouver, and Lev's got long hair, and Lev, he's been ogre, he could kick your ass. Then why the fuck doesn't he join a good fucking band? But Wink Torture are a good band, you've yeah, never heard them. That shit, man, it's probably like these fucking Sloan homos. <laughs> All right, well, keep on walking the free world. Yeah, man, of course, man, you're cool, bud. Do do it. Oh, fucking hell. Do yeah, suck my clock. Do do loot do. Suck my no. clock. You listen to me. Do do loot do. Suck mine. No. <laughs> suck my dick. Do do loot do. You guys all suck shit so bad. Do do loot do. Yeah, fuck you. Okay, thank you very much. I tried was trying to get him to go do do loot do do do, but he didn't really want to do that. Well, uh, track. He's not a team player, I don't think. Nah. Sloan, did um did Halifax have a very friendly early '80s punk scene? Yeah. That uh, would take people in. Uh, what burgeon from that? It was intimate and small, I heard. Well, there were some like skate bands, uh, Urban Attack. Uh, I don't know if you probably even heard of any of these bands at all. There was Stiff Little Fingers sort of bands, stuff like that. But I guess it's about all. And this new comp that you're on, that Brad liked so much, <laughs> here and now, what this was put out by the radio station CKDU. Yeah, yeah and also in conjunction with a uh, local label, DTK Records. And it was, it's really quite a nice package put together, isn't yeah. it? Are yeah. all these bands, are any of these other bands coming out to this Music West Festival? No. No. You've been wooed by Network. Have you been wooed by Network like so many others? Hmm. Like so many others. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if we can, I don't know. One in a line. Yeah, I, who knows. Who is Tag? We know, oh, Tag, they're the most fucking wicked band I've ever heard in my life. They're an all-girl band from Halifax, and yeah. they're really decent. Now, I see sort of some similarities here, just sort of, uh, I hate to say the word Nirvana and all that, but, you know, like, like you guys are, are, are Sloan, sort of like the Nirvana, and Tag, sort of like the L7 of Halifax. Uh, what do you mean by that? What do I mean by that? Yeah. What do I mean by that? I don't know. No, what do you mean by that? I don't get the connection. Like, I mean, it's Nirvana and L7. Well, you know, d d d you know, one's grunge, and the other one's sort of the female side of rock. Okay, yeah, Tag's not really like us, though, but... Tag or more, well, they're really sweet pop, they're I guess. Sort of like the Breeders or something, I don't know. Oh, it's, they're not like a grunge no. feedback wall of distortion. Sloan, not yet, here. not yet. We'll, we'll work on it. Are you scared by that color, Brad? Were you scared by him? No. Not at yeah. all. I can picture him in my mind. Because uh, Brad didn't like that band Wig Torture either. That wasn't a very nice of him, was it? Uh, but he's tough, though, Brad. Brad could take a lot of us, couldn't he? <laughs> all on at once. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Why do you think... Um, Sloan, people should care about you. Well, I don't. Um, I don't know. Because we have nice songs. Nice songs. Nice happy songs. Yeah. Not always, but they're nice songs. Yeah. You can sing along to them. And you got a good them. beat, and you can dance. To so in Halifax, aside from that big explosion, is that all there is that happened there? 
Um, in 1917? In, in that year, yeah, probably is a big thing that happened. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Hello? Hello? Who? Hello? Hello? The S need I answered to a dial tone. That was cool. <laughs> But I have to do a dial tone. Thank you very much. Well, thanks yeah. so much for coming in, the rock band yeah. Sloan from Halifax, from Halifax, Nova Scotia. Nova Scotia. And actually, the band, um, ever heard of the band Unrest? Yeah, Unrest, I have. Yeah. The band Unrest, um, they, have a, they have a new single out called Barbarian Mods, and one of the songs on it, it says Nova Scotia, the third th song on it. Hey, really? No. Yeah, really? on the new Barbarian Mods singles. I don't know, have Unrest ever been through there at all? No, no, not at all. So, no. Although they are featured in the new Satsy magazine. <laughs> Ooh. And That's cool. And, and good luck with... Oh, is this dial tone again? Hello? And who are you? <whistles> this is Josh. You want to talk to Sloan, Josh? Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, uh, wrong button. <laughs> Uh, yes. Hello. Josh. Hello. Hello. What's up? Hello. Hello. Oh, oh, oh I guess, um, I guess he probably, ha uh, I, I transferred him to UBC Library Look or it. something like that. But thanks so much for coming in. Okay. Thanks, thanks so much. From Halifax. Anything else you'd like to add to the listeners out there in Radioland? Uh, no. <laughs> Nothing. No, not at all. We're Come playing tonight at the Town Pump, and that's about all. We're with SNFU on Sunday. Yeah. It'll be a wicked show. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, keep on walking the free world. Thanks, Thanks. a lot. Uh, do do loot do do do. Oh 
you're still listening to CITR Radio, FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, and the Nardwarta Human Serviette Radio Show. That was Sloan from 1992 with Pretty Voice. And before that, an interview with Sloan from 1992, from May 1st, 1992, an interview with Sloan. Now, coming up on the Nardwarta Human Serviette Radio Show, an interview from 2006 with Sloan. Again, all this made possible through CITR, FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. CITR allows us DJs to play our interviews from the past present and future over the airwaves of Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. So for this enable to keep on going and going and going and going and going, please phone in if you can to donate 604-822-8648. CITR is not dying. CITR does not need your money. CITR just wants your money so that we can keep going and keep doing things and keep having interviews with Sloan all the way, I guess, to 2030 or 2020 or whatever the year will be 14 years from now. Again, 604-822-8648. So CITR can buy a calculator for me to understand how many years it will be until I've talked to Sloan for 20 years. That's 604 822 8648. Again, if you do pledge to CITR Radio, FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, you can win some free CDs, you can win some free cards, and also you can win the feeling that you've helped out CITR UBC Radio. Again, the purpose of CITR is to expose people to stuff that they haven't heard before, and we're hoping to hear from you, because we haven't heard from you yet. This is day one of the fun drive. In fact, it's the first time we've ever done it. 604-822-8648. Again, 604-822-8648 to get Sloan off the air. If we get enough calls, I'll stop this Sloan interview from 2006. Well, actually, if we get enough money. Let's put it at, uh, well, I don't know. I'm not even going to put a money down because you can put whatever you want towards CITR Radio. Again, 604 822 8648 to contribute to CITR's first annual fun drive. Thanks for listening, and here's an interview, a brand new interview, 14 years after the interview you just heard with Sloan from Halifax, British Columbia, Canada, because basically they've hung out here so much. Who are you? Chris from Sloan. And I'm Jay from Sloan. Welcome to Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Thank you for having us, Nardwar. Chris, tell me about your first hockey shower. Uh, well, I'm not one. I Well, I play hockey. Do you want me to back up or just like answer that? Uh, I had my first hockey shower last year with Wilf Paymont of the Toronto Maple Leafs fame. I don't usually shower. don't like to be naked for long. We talked about this at length before, at length before. And uh, I had my first hockey shower, Wilf Paymont. Thank you. You can't get hockey away from Chris these days, can you, Jay? I thought, is Wolf Paymont, isn't he a country singer? Wolf Carter. Whoops. Johnny Paycheck. 
Johnny Paycheck's my favorite baseball player. You can't get hockey away from Chris these days, can you, Jay? What's going on? He's turning into a jock. Both him and Andrew, like, we play in a rock band, and Chris and Andrew are turning into jocks, and Patrick and I are holding down the friggin' cool rock and roll front, and I don't know what's happening. What exactly is happening in each town? In each town, you're playing hockey with the locals, Chris? Yes, we have been playing hockey. I don't want to talk about hockey too long so as not to uh, upset anyone, and I'm not a jock, make no mistake. Um, I should have shaved my head for this interview. Um, we have been playing, you know, trying to, like, we've been calling ahead or, like, talking on the radio station, like, get us a game. So we play with whomever, like, sometimes it's people from the radio, and sometimes it's, we just get on the radio and say, please email us and, and set up a game. And we played the other day with um, in uh, Saskatoon with a Bantam uh, girls team, called the Comets, and here's their, their ID right here, uh, 12 and 13, 14-year-old girls. Jay, I'm curious, how has hockey interfered with Sloan's career? <laughs> it's really coming between Chris and I. Uh, usually we used to see eye to eye on fonts, uh, graphic design, and uh, music production. But now, Chris, all he wants to hear is dun 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 That's the music that he wants to hear. Like if, you, if like someone yeah, calls call him, my phone if someone calls and it's like it's the theme to Hockey Night in Canada, basically. But how ridiculous has it come, Chris Murphy? I understand you broke your wrist while answering your cell phone while playing hockey. <laughs> you know, I played last night with uh, members of the uh, Vancouver Flying Vs, including uh, Grant Lawrence of Smugglers fame, Jeremy of uh, International Falls fame, and Scott Walker of Boompa Records fame. Do you still want to talk about me answering the phone? Yes, I would like to know more about that. You were playing hockey, and you were answering your cell phone while playing hockey, and then you broke your my hand. I'm sorry you came along for this interview. It's, uh, it's all about my hockey. Well, I was on the <laughs> phone, like I was playing hockey, and then I answered the phone. I thought it would be fun to just keep playing, and then of course I fell, and my this this hit the ice, and I broke broke my hand for the second time. Broke my hand twice. I had to play a lot of uh, Chris's songs on our new album. Uh, we have a new album that came out, and also I had to, uh, Chris would say, play this chord, and I would have to play it because he had this broken hand because of his, uh, because of his jocular activities. But he kept the jocular activities right up when you did some Juno Awards gig where didn't Chris crowd surf with a broken wrist? <laughs> was I don't even... Did you really? I don't yeah. remember that show. Uh, it was that sort of like after... Oh my gosh, of course, yes. Around Juno time, yeah. we played at a place called Reflections in Halifax, uh, which used to be called Crate Waldo's years ago when we played there with Boot Sauce. Can you believe that? Everyone's a... Winner, baby. baby. It was like our third show, and I think we got offered three hundred dollars to open for Boot Sauce. We we're like three hundred dollars, like we couldn't believe it. Anyhow, and so we played at this place again. Now it's called Reflections, and Chris did, uh, I think, crowd surf. Yeah. So after breaking his wrist, he's crowd surfing, and then Chris hands his bass to the woman Mary, who wrote the album songs in the key of J. Now, what is the album Songs in the Key of J all about Chris Murphy? <laughs> well, I don't I don't have it. Uh, I've been perusing... Uh, I'll, bur I'll, I'll burn a copy. I have a lot of copies. You can, I'll, oh, I'll really? Well, oh. Christmas is coming. No, actually, Chris's birthday is coming. So. Is it all Jay's songs? She did all your Sloan songs? Uh, no, she wrote songs all about me. Not necessarily, not necessarily all of them are about me, but most of them have my name in the title. And uh, I like uh, Acrostic Poetry, the one, that one the best. And uh, JJ, Jump into the water. I like the, the one that goes like that. And so because Chris broke his wrist, she got to play bass. She 
did get to play bass, and she also, Patrick and I played earlier that day at a, at a sort of like acoustic radio something or other that could have gone really, that could have been really boring, and we showed up there, and we thought it was just like on the radio, but there were like a couple hundred people there, including Mary, who I didn't know at the time, and I said, would anybody like to go up and get up and do a karaoke jam with Patrick and me? And she got up, and she sang, and she was fantastic, and she's really cute. I really think it's important to acknowledge the rap roots of Sloan. You're, okay, now where would they, now where would they come from? Right well, let's go back here for a moment. Exclaim Cup. What is the Exclaim Cup? Exclaim Cup is a hockey uh, phenomenon put on sort of by members of the Good Times Hockey League in uh, Toronto and also a looser sort of contingent of sort of community and artists and musician-based hockey leagues from all over Canada. It's getting pretty big, isn't it? It's hockey, isn't it? No, it's rock and roll, too. Mm. And I understand from Chris's contribution for the Exclaim Cup, Chris, you rapped. I did rap. Yes, I did. I rapped uh, to the tune of, I think, Mama Said Knock You Out. Uh, I did a rap, you know, one of those stupid things like a Mad Magazine, a floppy disk, where, which I'm sure is here, um, you know, about uh, you change the names of stuff. And, you know, I was rapping about my hockey team and stuff. I can't remember it offhand, but I do have some rhymes offhand if, if we need to stretch. Like what? Like, um, uh, well, Come on, Chris, bust it. We'll do it at the end. Well, I'll wrap out of the interview when the uh, person comes to take us away. I would like to offer up this, though, Jay Ferguson. Chris did a bit of rapping, and then what happened, you guys played with Kanye Wet. Kanye Wet? Yeah, he was very wet, wasn't he? Kanye West was very wet. How did Kanye West get wet? And that is pretty rap, isn't it? Sloan and Kanye West? The most absurd bill of all time, Sloan and Alice Cooper and Kanye West and the Rolling Stones in Halifax, pouring rain. And I was sitting in catering, the catering area, which is where you, you eat uh, at, a, at, a, at a show. And uh, I was sitting at a table, and Kanye West was sitting at the next table with A-Track, who's a Montreal DJ. Uh, he's like a full 20 years old now. Anyhow, so uh, Kanye West was there complaining about the rain and was saying Kanye does not go on in the rain. And he was putting on a front. And uh, the, well, the other funny thing about Kanye West, Chris's mom was there at the show because this was in Halifax. And I was like, Pat, that's, that's Chris's mom's name, go over and say hi to Kanye. And so she started walking over to Kanye, and Kanye's uh, bodyguard was sitting right there, and he just went to Chris's mom. Can and you believe course, that? That's amazing. Of course, my mom was like, hmm, who does he think he is kind of thing. She didn't know who he was. So you guys play with the Rolling Stones. I heard the rock and roll band Kasabian, when they played with the Stones, they had to buy a ticket to watch the Stones, even though they played with the Stones. Can you imagine? Uh, they, they just do that to the bands they don't like, I believe. Sloan, here we are in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, right back to the rap tip. On the review of Chaos's brand new CD, it was mentioned that perhaps Chris Murphy was missing. From the recording? Yeah, like they were hinting that you should have been on Chaos's new CD, another rap connection. Um, well, um, I'm willing to go with the rap thing. I like lots of rap music. I like Chaos. I know him a little bit. And uh, at, at one point he said, you know, you should come and, you know, play on some jam or whatever he was saying. But I never believe him. I always just think he says that to everybody. But I think it was kind of a joke to review, like, he's got everybody on here. <laughs> he could even have Chris Murphy of Sloan. Why is that funny, though? I don't know. I was stoked that Chris maybe was involved in a rap album. I would have been stoked, too. And if he was on it and I didn't know about it, I would have been a little bit upset, I think. What do you know about the rock and roller known as Snow? 
<clears throat> the rock and roller known as, I, I know uh, a rap. Right, he's not rock. He's rap, right? Is he a hockey player? No, he is a rap star. Canadian. Inform. Inform. He's a dance hall. Boom, boom, dance. Is that the guy? Now, what is your connection to snow? Well, uh, one time at 6.30 in the morning in Newfoundland, I got up and jammed with um, Daniel Anwar. Stuart Cameron, uh, son of John Allen Cameron, and uh, and a, an and unknown, unknown dance hall artist named Snow. That's incredible. Daniel Lenoir, who produced... Uh, uh, oh. Uh, uh, oh, uh, oh, sorry. Cracker, Crackers? crackers. Uh, you too, and Simply Saucer. Oh, right. And Chris and Snow all jamming together. That is an amazing rock and roll moment. And where, where was this? It was 6.30 in the morning at... Uh, Either the Junos. Oh, no, maybe it was the okay. ECMAs. No, it was the Junos because... Yes, yes. Snow is usually at the ECMAs. <laughs> yeah. Snow cleaned up at the ECMAs this year. And what I find is interesting is that... Was there not a Sloan tribute? There was a Sloan tribute night, wasn't there, Jay? No, there was, and it was in uh, Kensington Market in Toronto at the boat. That's and didn't right. one of the bands perform tongue-in-cheek, Snow's Informer? I, was that Dollarama? I think it might have been or something like, like little that. Little did they know about the connection. <clears throat> they didn't. I, either that or they were so in the know that they knew that that would be a cool reference. Yeah. Now, were they making fun of you, Chris, at the Sloan tribute? Well, I thought it went, ranged from uh, sort of like a gentle roasting to sort of outright diss. But uh, I think everybody was, uh, you know, because we were there. Some of us were there. So I think it was done with a certain amount of... Uh, good times, and uh, they also knew that we came out, so even if they were making fun, they would sort of know that we have a sense of humor, too. Agreed. Now we enter the Tales from the Sandbox portion of the interview. Uh, have we finished with rap? Because I don't know if I'm done. Tales from the Sandbox. Sandbox, of course, was a band that Bubbles was in before he was a trailer park. Boy. What can you tell me? Tales from the Sandbox. Bubbles, first band, Sandbox. Uh, well, I, I met those guys, uh, rural alternative rockers, Sandbox, a few times. Uh, Mike Smith uh, of uh, Trailer Park Boys fame um, was always funny to me. And uh, he was even doing sort of the Bubbles character or a variation of uh, back then before the show, and he would do that for me. I also know uh, Mike Clattenburg, uh, the director of Trailer Park Boys. But we're talking about Sandbox. Uh, let's see. I don't a have... specific incident, wasn't there, involving Bubbles' Tales from the Sandbox with Sloan? I, there were a couple. I think perhaps you're referring to something I must have told you one time. But uh, they had some off-color stories. Uh, that uh, I that I don't really know if it's appropriate. Like I, you know, I'm friends with those people. I I'm going to take that to to the grave on on air anyway. I'll tell you. I'll tell you after. So instead of tales from the sandbox, we have skeletons in the closet. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. About sand. Men. Jay Ferguson of Sloan. Are you a big fan of Doctor and the Medics? I know where this is going. <laughs> where could this be going? You know, I saw the video the other day for Doctor and the Medics doing Spirit in the Sky, and I was turned off big time. They don't look so good. They didn't look good. They didn't really look cool. It didn't look like they were really playing the instruments either. Like It looks like, hey, I got this song. Hey, my buddy, can you come and play in my video? Chris, why could I be bringing up Doctor and the Medics to Jay Ferguson? Well, I think what you're getting at, and you often do this to us, uh, is uh, you're, you want to suggest that Jay's song, Who Taught You to Live Like That, has some kind of connection to the Norman Greenbaum song, Spirit of the Sky, that was covered in the 80s by Dr. Nemetics. Am I warm? 
you're safe. If you weren't safe, I would let you know. The reason you're safe is there's no video yet for your songs. We can't do the comparison yet. Right, right, but right, right. Video will come. Even if it's too late, we're still making one. From arenas and outdoor festivals to smaller bars and clubs, if you can book it, Sloan will play it. We played in Timmins, Ontario, where there's not a lot of choice of places to play. So we played what looked like a combination restaurant, parents' basement, uh, but we had a fun time. Like, we can have a fun time anywhere. If it's packed... I will perform, even if there's only like 80 or 100 people there. But, you know, when, we, when we're touring on a bus, which is uh, the way to tour in Canada, certainly in the winter, um, you have to, when, when you have a day off, you have to play somewhere. And if it's Timmins, you know, you get a hockey game. You play a show, you have a good time, you pay for expenses. We had a fun time. I mentioned rap. Now I'm going to mention hardcore. Uh, where's Patrick? Should he, I think he should be here. There is a hardcore theme all throughout your brand new CD, isn't there, Chris? Is there? I don't know. We have one song that was that's sort of hardcore-ish, but keep going. Well, I would like to say you guys are totally hardcore because you've played some punk gigs before, and some people might say, oh, Sloan, they ain't punk, but you're playing the punkest gigs ever. Like, you guys backing up Spinal Tap and almost getting bottled off stage, that's punk. Yeah, we are kind of the original punks, and in DOA, you know, they're, I don't know who that is. You know where I'm going with this, Jay? In other words, you've played to some hostile crowds, more than probably a punk band has who plays to crowds usually that like them. We played uh, the, the most uh, opposites of the spectrum kind of shows we played. We played once in Tokyo. We've gone to Japan a few times. Uh, our first time there in 1998 had a great time. Then immediately after that, we played in Newfoundland and got beer canned off the stage with full cans of beer. That means, like, like guys were going to the bar ordering a beer <laughs> not opening it and taking it and throwing it and hitting me square in the chest just as, as well um, just for you folks was that during Spinal Tap? no this was, this was much later do your research uh, if you crush a beer can it also makes a handy throwing star just to tell you that's why they serve uh, beer in cups and lately Chris On the main has line. been moonlighting with Mo Berg the original punk uh, I, I know and love Mo Berg. I played a, cu a couple. I've never played live with him, but I've played some uh, rehearsals with him where we sort of play smooth, um, sort of decidedly unpunk, sort of 70s soft rock. And uh, we go under the name Canada AM. And Mo Berg was in the Modern Minds. And also another member of your band, Patrick's, been playing with the Doughboys. He actually, yes, you're right, Patrick played this <laughs> unbelievably. Yes, he played with John Kastner, who was the singer for the Doughboys and guitar player. He played a show earlier this year as his guitar player. Yeah. North by Northeast. Yeah. And uh, former Doughboy Paul Newman also is our guitar tech, so we often play with him almost every day in a little sound check jam. Yeah. And continue on the hardcore rap analogy of Sloan, I also will offer you up this. You also did a gig, if I understand correctly, with Walter Ostenak, the biggest punk in all Canada. Who is Walter Ostenak and how did you hook up with him? Walter Ostenak is the uh, president of the NHL. And uh, he, no, I'm just kidding. He's like the... Uh, Poke king of Canada. That's exactly right. He is, he's, he's been nominated, I think, for 19 Grammys. He's won four or five of them. And uh, we got to do a couple of songs with him, such as... Roll Out the Barrel. 
um, zig 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 hey or whatever. Oh, zig zig hoy hoy hoy. Yeah, whatever that means. And uh, gas chamber by the Angry Simones. <laughs> he, I couldn't believe he knew it. He recorded it like a you know a polka version and got three Grammys. <laughs> and this was during Oktoberfest. That's right, Rocktoberfest, my friend. From arenas and outdoor festivals to smaller bars and clubs, if you can book it, Sloan will. Play it. You also went to Spain. Yes, we went. We went there earlier this year with Soundtrack of Our Lives. Yes. And continuing on the punk thread, what did you play on TV in Spain? We did play uh, Judy Zipunk, and but uh, also um, a couple of the guys in uh, Soundtrack of Our Lives were in the band Union Carbide Productions. Right. <laughs> I would like to, again, offer up some more stuff. I'm spewing forth a lot. Whoa. What is this, Chris? Could you finally please explain what is this? This is Chris Murphy as a punker. This really is Chris Murphy punk, right? Yeah, but I don't... Uh, this, is, uh, this is me. Um, th- this is another guy named Chris Murphy, because I hung out with another guy, Chris Murphy. I don't know what T-shirt he's got on, but he's got Minor Threat. He's got Dag Nasty. I'm wearing shorts, unfortunately, to ruin the picture. But if you had it from here up, it would be cool. And he's wearing my weapons. And my girlfriend now uh, wears weapons, too. But I think this is on one of our pilgrimages, or our only, as a band, pilgrimage to Washington, D.C. Although I don't know if this is in D.C., but we went there in, that would put this, 1988. This is pre-Sloan, your band Spent. Yes, uh, this is Spent. Yes, Gordon Krieger. Steve McCullough, Chris Murphy, and I, we only played twice. But back, the, you know, in, by, back in Halifax times, you know, you'd, you'd rehearse 20 or 30 times, and maybe if you got two shows, that'd be enough, and then you'd be in a new band. So that was a cool band. Thank you for getting that. That's great. And you ventured to meet Ian McKay of Fugazi all the way in Washington, D.C. You had to go a long way to find a punk, didn't you? Well, we went on a couple of punk pilgrimages. One, I, I went to see... Uh, the Descendants and Dag Nasty in 86, and I also saw No Means No, and I had no idea who they were. And um, I drove to um, D.C. in 87 and saw, I can't remember, because I went there in 87 and 88, but I saw, like, Rollins Band and the Meat Puppets and uh, uh, Fugazi and Soulside and uh, Agent Orange and... Uh, Saw lots of, saw lot, got to see lots of great bands. Winding up here with Sloan. Sloan are not afraid to edit, are they? Not afraid to edit? You're not afraid to edit, are you, Chris? You have a brand new 30-song CD. You're not afraid to edit, are you? This is me. No, um, not afraid to edit. Do you mean that we should have done more editing? No. When I was listening to the tunes, a tune is coming along, and then it just ends. It just ends. Like, I love the fact you're not afraid just to cut the tune. You know, we started uh, recording all sort of conventional songs, three-minute, three-and-a-half-minute songs, and then all in one day, we did sort of a live off the floor. We did a whole bunch of the songs. We did um, Golden Eyes and... Uh, Will I Belong? Will I Belong and Flying High Again and... Uh, I Can't Sleep. I Can't Sleep. We did all of them, a whole bunch of them, like in one night, sort of live off the floor. And from, and then, then we got really excited about the possibilities of making a longer record uh, with shorter songs to sort of um, make a... To do like a fun sequencing to make a really long record listenable. Because it just seems like the songs just end. Like I'm listening to them and they just end. They just end. They do. Like you're not afraid to edit. We're not afraid. No. In fact, when we play them live, like we play and it's about a minute long and we finish and everybody's like, uh, is that it? Or? <laughs> hey, hasn't it always been that way? Ba boom! Uh, that's right. I actually played this year with the Evaporators, if you've heard of the Evaporators. I played with them in uh, Vancouver, British Columbia, yes. and Victoria. Yes, I'd like to 
ask you a little bit about that, Chris. When you played with the Evaporators... You, you feel a little goofy asking me about that? No, I'd like to ask you. This ties into your band. When you played with the Evaporators, you analyzed all the Evaporators songs. You said, oh, there's one song like Batman Story. There's seven songs like Batman. Yeah, well, all of them are variations on Batman. And then, like, there's Peter Gunn. Yeah, Peter. So I would like you to analyze your brand new CD. What sort of songs are on your brand new 30-song CD? If the Evaporators have Batman and Peter Gunn, what are Sloan up to? Well, to be... Okay, well, you made the Norman Greenbaum, the sort of 12-bar blues single, uh, Who Taught You to Live Like That? Uh, that's kind of like... Um, um, what's that kind of like? It's kind of like Roll Over Beethoven? I don't know. Boogie Woogie, actually. Yeah, yeah Boogie Woogie. Uh, well, there's too many songs to go through. We don't have time, but... Uh, uh, Are there any as good as Batman or Peter Gunn? Um, did the jam do Peter Gunn, too? They might have, actually. Really? Well, they did Batman. Uh, I played Batman a few times when I was just starting to play, and I also played it with the Evaporators this year. What I find interesting about Sloan is when I'm listening to Chris's songs, Jay, I sometimes think to myself, hmm, come on, Chris, get on with it, and then it's over. Uh, yeah, it's just, it's just the way it happens. We are, <clears throat> as we get older, our attention span is getting a lot shorter and smaller. But Nardwar, to be fair, there are a couple of my songs that you're like, when is this going to end? Like, it just goes on and on. I have one song that's four and a half minutes. And, you know, we, we had all of our songs, all of the songs in an iTunes kind of, or like a, you know, what is it called, iTunes? Mm -hmm. Like on your computer? And then we arranged them, all the Sloan songs, and they were like 150 or something like that. And then we were arranging them in different ways, like alphabetically, and then we, like in terms of length and stuff, just to see who had all the longest songs. And most of them are Andrews. But you have a couple of the longest ones. But I have, but my, I have one, uh, Fading Into Obscurity, which is up near the top of the longest ones. After doing a 30-song CD, what other Canadian bands have done a 30-song CD? I can't think of one. For their eighth LP. <laughs> <laughs> well, it would be a little obnoxious if it was our first album, but I guess it's just only slightly less obnoxious than it's already. It's still obnoxious because we wanted it to be a little bit obnoxious. It's like we, we've made seven records. We've been touring our greatest hit sets set for like a year and a half. And do we need to add 30 songs to the set? Probably not. But we, we, we're playing about 20 of them, though. Now, how can Sloan up the obnoxiousness? Like, for instance, for your next record, I heard there's a rumor going around that you guys are going to make a prequel to Peppermint EP. <laughs> uh, yeah, I saw that. But what's the concept behind it? I love that. A prequel to your first EP. I think that was a joke on the fact that on our website, sloanmusic.com, uh, we have a, accompanying Never Hear the End of It, we have a little film festival, Never See the End of It, uh, and episode four was called A New Hope, which is a Star Wars joke, after which someone said, this should have been the prequel to the Peppermint EP. <laughs> Are you guys in a future shop ad? Uh, our music is, yes. But it's not us. It's the band The Marble Index playing Sloan? What's going on? Is that true? That's, That's what I heard, a rumor. Oh, really? That would be fantastic. Right? What happened? There's another band playing your music in a future shop ad? That's right, yes. But they still had to uh, pay us some quid and, and uh, get our permission. And if somebody picks up a brand new DVD of Twitch City, you guys are on it playing Nazis? Yeah, well, we wouldn't play anything else uh, except maybe uh, hardcore punks or, or rappers or Nazis. Uh, speaking well, of Hollywood. Nazis, did you know that the KISS logo, when it's printed in Germany, can't use the sort of Nazi logo? I never knew that. Thank you for pointing it out. That's amazing. A little, like a little, just a second here. Yeah. Look at that. That's crazy. And... Uh, Anyway, so yes, we're playing Nazis in Don McKellar's uh, much uh, underrated TV show, Twitch City. I didn't know it was out on DVD. I can't wait to get it because I thought it was a great show, and we love Don McKellar. 
Are you guys still doing Girls on Film by Duran Duran? Uh, we've done it only 12 times this tour, yeah. When you do your research, like, it does it matter? Like, do you check the date? Like, that is from 1993 or two. Well, also, you didn't correct me by saying that you lip-synced it. You didn't actually play it. Yes, on our first tour of the States, we played for 10 weeks to, uh, to hardly any people with very little promotion, playing along the States and the Southern States. I believe Malcolm McLaren put that tour together. Actually, our current tour is very much a Malcolm McLaren-inspired tour of un-urban un centers. Uh, but... Um, we took to uh, lip-syncing records because people there didn't care anyway, and some of our big hits were Girls on Film. Actually, not Girls on Film, but Planet Earth. That, you're, you're always very close, Nardwar. Uh, Planet Earth and uh, Paranoid by Black Sabbath, and we did a Minor Threat song back then, too. I remember we played in North or South Carolina. It was boiling hot, and I wore a huge like parka and toque and everything, and we did uh, uh, a Minor Threat song. I have it on, on, uh, on uh, video, so we'll put it out on DVD one day. You have progressed because because before, I always used to call you guys garage rockers, but now you're hardcore rappers. However, back to the garage rock, lastly here, Sloan, the Leather Uppers. What's the connection between you and the Leather Uppers? Because the Leather Uppers, legendary Canadian garage rock band, and influence on Andrew WK are back. They are back, and actually we just ran into uh, Greg Tomashenko, who's the singer for the Leather Uppers. Uh, he came and visited us in Montreal. Do, how, do, how far do you want to take this uh, connection? And his wife is? His wife is Laura Borealis, who I saw, and I don't see her very often, but they're living in Montreal now, and they have three lovely children, none of whom I know. I've seen two, the two older ones, and they're cute. And at one time, Laura Borealis put out a 12-inch record. Did she not, Jay? I think it was actually a 10-inch record. So close, Nardwar. So You're so always close. so close. Called Snob Shop. Yes, that's right. And on the back cover, we, what do we have on the back cover of the Snob Shop 10-inch? There's, there's a picture of Chris Murphy lounging on a settee uh, in shorts and a T-shirt. No, there is no T-shirt. Oh, there is no way I am shirtless. You are shirtless. No, there's no way. I've only been shirtless once. No, you are shirtless on the well, back. Right. No. The only time you're shirtless was in, a, uh, in the crowd at the Opera House having a That's shirt right. torn up. My, yes, I, had, I had my shirt ripped off me at the Opera House in 1994, but you know, uh, which was mortifying. But um, I, unlike you, I'm never shirtless. <laughs> I heard that you're shirtless on the back of the Laura Borealis 10-inch snob shop. You are Chris Murphy. Well, you also heard it was a 12-inch, so I don't necessarily believe you. Well, thank you very much, Sloan. Anything else you want to add to the people out there at all? Uh, Nardwar, you're a treasure. We love you. I enjoyed playing with the evaporators. Your outfit, uh, the curtains and the, and the bondage pants, uh, you're the best. We love you. Only the best for Sloan, the punk hardcore garage rapping stylings of uh, Sloan. Do you want me to rap, take it out with a rap? Oh, yes, you have the rap you've been saving up. Okay, do you want to do a, a beatbox? Do you have a beat you can put on for me? And then I can do a rap. We're here at Vinyl Records in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, as the staff scrambles to find a break beat. <laughs> David Love Jones, the owner of the shop, runs over together for a little beatbox action. <clears throat> yeah, one, two. Don't you think it's cruel that school ends when spring bends to...
<laughs> and the weather's better, too hot. Who's got time to study cruddy? Marks can ruin your chances at post-secondary. Very cruel indeed, and there's no need to worry. Hurry up the anti-MNO. Spells no jobs for minors, underground or underage. Stage a problem when you're fine or sell your parents on the idea of moving home. But comb that hair, a door is open, hoping for the best-case scenario. But Mario has just seen the swimming screen, so keep your head above the water. Heard your daughter. Don't want to leave. She's rooted heavily. The family tree, including me, is here. So she don't want to go, because Yoshi won't take her. Nardwar out. Thank you very much, Chris Murphy and Jay Ferguson of Sloan, and do 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 do. Yeah. yeah.